0: You're listening to Generate a Life Well-Lived podcast. I'm your friend and confidant, Erin Gray. I created this podcast for all the generators in the world to inspire you to live a life that you love and desire, that is in alignment with who you truly are, not who you think you should be. Hey, hey, my friends, how are you? Sometimes after a couple of podcast recordings, my throat gets a little scratchy. So if it is, sorry about that. I try to drink my tea and my waters in between. So how is everybody today? I like thinking about all of you as I record the podcast, like, are you driving? Are you walking? Are you listening into it while you get ready in the morning? Where are you in the world? I want to know all the things you can follow me on Instagram if you want at the Aaron Gray. And I would love for you to come connect with me over there and tell me where are you listening to this in the world? So today I want to talk about play, yes, play, like as people say, child's play, but really just play and why it's important. And this information is sourced from the book Play by Stuart Brown. And one of the things of during my time off when I decided not to work and just completely. Like I stopped building my coaching business. I wasn't working for my family's business anymore. Like I just completely quit work. I had a lot of free time on my hands. And one of the things that I got really good at was playing. And I also believe it's one of the things that can easily bring up all of our shit really quickly and easily if we just go play. And what I mean by that is if I were to tell you, take tomorrow off and go play, what are the stories that are going to come up? Like for me, stories that came up for me immediately were like money stories. Um, you know, one of the ways I love to play is travel. And so all the money stories come up, right? Like you're not working, you're not making money. What are you doing? Who do you think you are? Like the, the brain is endless with its stories, guilt stories, right? Mom guilt, I know is a social construct. It's not even a thing, but it came up uh, worthiness, right? Like you're not making any money, which obviously- working is not tied to our worthiness. And that was a story that I had worthiness, lovability and deserving stories. So I feel like it's like the fast track way to really show you like where the stories that are kind of simmering below the surface when we say we're going to go play. So when you make the conscious decision to go play all of these stories come up and then we get to choose, we don't have to work on them all at the same time, right? But which ones we want to let go of? And if we're going to be able to, to have, you know, the life that we really want, these are the stories that are keeping us from having what we want, right? The, the guilt, the worthiness, the lovability, all of those, all of those beliefs that we have. So we say that we want more time. We say we want more freedom or more money, and we're not very good at receiving these things. So I believe play helps us increase our receiving muscle my mom said the other day, I was talking to her on the phone and she goes, yeah, Aaron doesn't have a problem receiving at all. Like she used to, because my mom had like offered to pay for something. And I was like, yeah, sure. Great. Thank you. I was so appreciative. And I gladly accepted. And years before I probably would have, you know, said, no, I don't want you to, or rejected it. And cause I would have had all the stories right of why I can't receive it versus now you know, just accepting it, being grateful for it. And also knowing that I don't have to prove anything anymore. And I thought it was just funny. Cause she was like, yeah, Aaron, Aaron has no problems receiving. I'm like, no, because I've really worked on my receiving muscle a lot. So as Stuart Brown describes play, he states that, you know, it's different for each person. But he does have these themes involved with it. It's like it's purposeless, right? Like it doesn't really have a purpose. We just go play just to play. There's that freedom from time, which I think that's like when we're in flow, we lose track of time. It's the diminished consciousness of self. So we're out of our ego mind and we're actually into the body, which is one of the ways that I help people, you know, getting out of our minds into our body. We stop thinking about what we're thinking about, right? So many times I think our minds are ruminating and thinking about thoughts versus being in our body and it just allows us to be into flow. And the biggest thing is the feelings that it brings us. I don't believe in laziness. That's what a story that I had to work through, but I think it's like the super easy air quotes, lazy way, right? To get into our bodies. So he discusses how not everyone goes through these exact steps, but these are some of the the steps that we experience when we play. So anticipation, surprise, pleasure, understanding, strength, and poise grace. So with anticipation, what he means by that is like waiting with an expectation and wondering what will happen. Like, actually having genuine curiosity. I think a lot of us as adults, we don't experience curiosity much. We have pretty formed beliefs. A lot of times we have judgments with ourselves a lot of times, but how often do we experience just curiosity? Surprise is like unexpected. It's a discovery. It's a new sensation or idea. So it allows us to shift our perspective With pleasure, you think about when you get to go play or do something that you like doing, you receive that dopamine hit. It feels good to play. You have understanding, which is the acquisition of new knowledge and incorporation of ideas. So think about if you're learning a new way, like for me, when I was learning how to surf, right? It was, I was incorporating so many different new things, right? My body, muscle memory, I was trying to like, remember the the way my surf instructor taught me how to get up. There's just so many new things that I was incorporating and the strength, right? The mastery that comes from experience and understanding, like coming through a scary experience unscathed. Like I think about yesterday, we did the obstacle course over at Bogus Basin and I don't really like heights very much, but I was willing to do the obstacle course because one, I wanted to ride the zip line. And the only way you could go to the zip line <laughs> is you had to go through the obstacle course. And two, like the, the feeling of accomplishing something like pushing your body in a loving way, right? Through something, through a fear that you have and coming out. Okay like the more action we take towards our fears, the more we realize they're really not, fear. you know, they're not real and the sense of pride for ourselves of what we've been able to accomplish. And then just like having balance in life overall, you know, poise, he talks about poise, grace, contentment, like balance in life you know, I think a lot of us have grown up with like work hard, play hard, but a lot of us work really hard, but we don't actually get to play. We don't, we leave that part out. So having this balance right in our lives of nourishing our, our bodies, our souls, our mind through play, you know, Brown talks about why do we even play Brown's definition is it's absorbing apparently purposelessness activity that provides enjoyment and a suspension of self-consciousness and sense of time. Like I mentioned before, right? Like this is, I think his way of saying like, we get out of our heads and into our bodies. It's self-motivating and it makes us want to do it again, right? Because it gives us that dopamine hit because it's fun and enjoyable. We want to do it over and over again. I think that it lifts us out of the mundane. Like, I think it's the easy way for us to get into the vibration of joy, We don't have to think about it. We don't have to like sit and be like, okay, what can I, it's just like, we go do the thing that we love to do. And it just feels really good. And I think it makes us feel alive. I think a lot of us go through the motions in life, right? At least this is how I was for years. It was like, I was just checking off all the boxes, but where was the fun? Where was the enjoyment? Where was the presence? And I think that's what play helps us do. And you know, as I was thinking about this podcast, I was like, why, why do we stop playing? And Brown talks about this in his book. And I also agree with him and, and, you know, have thought of it, you know, myself, like, when did I stop playing? And it was somewhere between probably nine and 10 years old. And for me, and I don't know what it's like for you, but there, there was a point in time where money became important to earn, uh, helping my parents, you know, with my sibling, uh, around the house. And there were other things that took precedence over playing. And I'm not saying my parents did this, but somewhere along the way, society parental upbringing conditioning teachers right we were told that it was childish that there wasn't time to play and other things took more precedence so whether that be you know our schoolwork or scheduled activities or college prep stuff or you know whatever it was for you the message was clear that play doesn't serve a purpose and that we need to get serious But what Brown discusses in his book is the opposite of play isn't work. And I think that's what a lot of us think. It's like, oh, well, you're playing, you need to get to work. But really, the opposite of play is depression. You know, he discusses that there isn't a test for people that don't play like there is for heart disease or diabetes. And he goes on to state, you know, that if there was, you know, that. It would show that we're in grave danger, and I don't know if we'd be in grave danger, but I do think it would highlight for a lot of us how much we uh, aren't aren't really living to our capacity, to living to our full enjoyment and fulfillment in our lives. And I do think it is playing a huge role on our health. So, either today or the rest of this week, what I want to Challenge you is Are you willing to schedule play into your calendar? And I know that this might sound really silly, but this is literally what we have to do sometimes to get in the habit. Because even putting it on the calendar is going to bring up some stories for you. And then following through with it is also going to bring up some more stories. And if you're like, Aaron, I don't even know what I like to do, that's where I was. Then start there start with that little younger, you that got to play when they were younger. And if you can't remember, that's fine too. Go try some different things. There are things that, that light you up and this is where you can use your sacral, right? As a generator, we get to, you know, have that pull push towards, right? Something that really lights us up. And this is part of turning things back on for us, but You know, if I were to say right now, do you want to go play a game of soccer? You might be like, uh uh-uh, okay. Well, that's not one of the ways you might want to play. If you want to go, you know, it could be simple as like, do you want to go read a book on the couch? Uh Uh-huh, okay. Well, then go do that and schedule that on your calendar. And I don't want this to be a checklist thing. I want it to be a nourishing thing. Not something else to add to your calendar to feel like, oh, I have to do. But this is something that you get to do only for you that is nourishing to you and your body and your soul. The question I have for you is what is more important than you, your well-being, and your time? And if this is something that you struggle with and are feeling stuck or frustrated or overwhelmed on the regular, I am launching my membership in the fall. And in the membership, I'm going to have live q and a coaching calls, teachings around human design to help you go deeper, to live more in alignment with who you truly are. We're going to talk about money and play because I do believe this is like the fast track way to get to your body along with monthly guest experts to get you out of living in your head and into your body. So in order to get on the wait list, you can click on the link in the show notes or head over to my website to get on the wait list. And in the next podcast, what I'm going to do is break down the different types of play personalities that Brown discusses so that you can see yourself in some of them and then start doing them more often. And as always, from my soul to yours.